Welcome to season two of Rush of Fear podcast. As always, we'll be covering Universal Orlando's premier scare event, Halloween Horror Nights, but this time on our very own feed and under the UUOP network. Tonight for season two, episode two, we'll be chatting about the first HHN announcement of the year. So let the mayhem begin. What a rush of fear. Welcome, 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 friends and fellow horror fans. We are so thrilled to be back for episode two of season two and the very first HHN 31 announcement episode of the haunt season. Uh, As always, I have my two cohorts with me. Kenneth, what's up, Kenneth? Bow, 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 bow. Announcement time. Hi. <laughs> and always Michelle. Hello, Michelle. Hello. I am so happy to talk about something nice because it has been a crazy long week. Thank God it is Friday. Oh, it is Friday. What a, look at that. Amazing. I always forget <laughs> when it's Friday. Me too. Me too. I am so exhausted, but I can always talk about Halloween Horror Nights. Fair enough. So yesterday we did finally get our first announcement of the year. The announcement yesterday, we kind of got a whole bunch of information just dropped on us all at once. We finally got dates for this year. Uh, They started selling single night tickets, unmasking the horror tours and RIP tours. And then we also got a small rundown of numbers for this year's event. And along with that and all of these virtual announcements, we also got a surprise merch drop inside the park. So lots to talk about on this episode tonight. Uh, Shall we dive right in? Let's do it. We shall. I mean, that was, it was nuts. Like it literally just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, I mean, we did have that little blurb on, what was it, Instagram? Or it was Uh Instagram, right? That kind of hinted to something. But then like the next day... (laughs) It was like, well, everything all at once. And what the heck? Like, where did yeah. this even come from? And other people dropped it before even Universal did. It was such a confusing day. Yeah. It was. It was. And you but know I mean, we finally got it, though, which is good. It's funny that you, when you list everything that we learned yesterday, because uh, up until right now, it didn't feel like really there was anything to talk about. I was like, yeah, they announced the dates, but like, whatever, who cares? Um, but then once you listed everything, I was like, oh, I guess we, there was a lot of stuff yesterday. I had no idea. Yeah. This, this being the first announcement almost feels like it's it's the syllabus day. You know, we're going <laughs> right. to get... We're going to get all of the logistical stuff out first so you can start buying tickets and booking tours and, and you know, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we'll get to the, the juice, the real fun, yeah. you know, in a few weeks or, or you know, down the yeah. line. Yeah. What's wild, though, is like the past couple of years, at least since I've been involved, I feel like they've always released the dates for the event, either like the day after the event ends or like a couple of months later down the road. But for this one, I mean, by this time last year, we had already had, I think, two house announcements and now we're just finally getting dates. But they released the dates and the single night tickets on the same night. So it's like, how are you supposed to prepare your vacation not knowing the actual dates and then buy tickets and schedule tours? Right. On the same day you found out the date. I don't know. It was just, it was very strange hey, and abnormal. Me, 
it was nuts from a travel agent <laughs> perspective. Oh, I'm because, sure. Like with no warning, you know, a lot of times, a little insider tracked here, a lot of times, especially with Disney and sometimes even Universal, travel agents have a heads up that some kind of discount or something big is about to happen. So we kind mm. of are able to like prepare ourselves, get a list of our clients that are going to need something and like be prepared for the next morning when it all drops. This was like, what? And literally, you know, I'm in the middle of meetings all day. I'm, I'm handling stuff for my daughter's school. I'm on the school board and I'm getting like email after email and text and and personal message. I need my tickets. I need these tickets for these dates. I need you to book my hotel for these dates. I was like, Ah, like, <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> ah, it was it, like no, this no warning thing did not suit me. Let me just say, but regardless, we survived, and uh, yeah, let's hope they uh, plan things a little better <laughs> next year. But Fair enough. I digress. I'm excited to start talking about the dates for this year because it seems like things are on track for COVID to be a thing of the past, kind of, <laughs> um, and us to have, I think, a very normal year this year, which I am so, so happy about. Um, so starting with the dates, the event will be starting on September 2nd, which is a Friday, so no surprise there. And it runs for 43 nights, ending on October 31st, which surprisingly, though, is a Monday. So that's odd. Yeah. Very um, strange. Some of the so the dates that we have are pretty much just about every day except for Monday and Tuesday um for September and October. But that includes September 2nd, 3rd and 4th, 7th through the 11th, 15th through the 18th, 21st through the 25th, September 28th through October 2nd. And then for the rest of October, it's every day, except for Monday and Tuesday, um, of course, with the exception of uh, Halloween, which is on a Monday. That's a lot of dates. That is a lot of dates. (laughs) (laughs) How does that compare to last year's numbers? I think think last year was also 43 from what I remember, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it, it seems to me... Like this is more nights because I don't, boy, we should have this information up, shouldn't we? Um, last year, I f- don't remember it starting into five night weeks right away after the first weekend, but I could be wrong about that. Um, I'm pretty sure, I think last year the event started on the 3rd yeah. and then again ended on the 31st because the 31st was a Sunday. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. It made sense. <laughs> You're right, though. I don't remember there being as many Wednesdays, especially in September last year. Oh, you know what? Okay, so I'm looking at last year's uh, calendar. I'm going to have to count the days. But the first weekend last year was only two days. It was yeah. only the third mm, and fourth. I see. Last last year was 42. Okay. Oh, okay. 42 nights. Gotcha. And they didn't add anything last year, right? They didn't Mm-mm. add any days? No. Mm-mm, no. Okay. I just do not see them ending on a Monday. I know. That's so weird. I would have thought they would have at least added like the Thursday, Friday, and then have it end on a Saturday because that's technically the end of a pay week because that's what they normally do, I think. 
And I'm going to go ahead and venture to say that we'll see an extension. I feel because it would be silly of them to just pay them for two days. No, that's a normal Horror Nights thing. The last night is usually a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, but a Monday? I mean, it can't be the first time it's happened. Well, I know that they extended it back in 2019. They extended it through the first weekend of November. I mean, yeah, could it could happen? So possibility. Who knows? I just think anything it's is in possible. on a Monday. Anything yeah. is possible. Goodness yep. gracious. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of days. Uh, and then we've got that one random Wednesday in the third week that isn't an event night. I'm guessing for a, a, some sort of event, uh, you know, park buyout. Yeah, there's always that one. I think it's Microsoft. There's always that one park buyout that we lose a day for. And it's usually the same company from what I can remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to work for them. (laughs) Dude, seriously, any of the companies, any of the big companies that do like buyouts of parks or have the conventions at the theme parks, I'm always like, how I'd love to work for a company that did that. Be so nice. It'd be incredible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nice. Well, let's uh let's talk about tickets, tours, and pricing. Um, so single night tickets are on sale, uh, selling at a range of seventy three ninety nine to one hundred four ninety nine per night. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a three house unmasking the horror tour, and those range from seventy nine ninety nine to one hundred nine ninety nine. And then there's a six house unmasking the horror tour, uh, ranging from one twenty nine ninety nine to one fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, and then lastly, RIP tours are ranging from three twenty nine ninety nine to three ninety nine ninety nine. Uh, one thing to remember about unmasking the horror tours is that theme park or event admission is not required to participate in a tour. One thing to remember about the RIP tour is that you have to have admission to both the event and the tour separately. They are not a package deal. Um, So yes, the event ticket is not included in the price of your RIP tour. Uh, This Um, does this for the, however, for the unmasking the horror tour. I don't know if either of you have ever done that. Have Mm -hmm. you? I never have. So good. So good. So the reason that one's you don't require any type of stuff. You don't even require a park ticket for the day, to be honest with you. So mm-hmm. the RIP tour requires you to have um, an HHN ticket. The unmasking the horror tour doesn't require you to have even a park ticket. So you just have the tour ticket. They meet you um, over at the old blue man group entrance and your tour guide escorts you from there to your tour so you're so you're pretty much never without your tour guide which means you don't need admission right Um, so it's very very nice um that's a great unheard of deal honestly because you usually need (laughs) an admission ticket for every type of tour there is in any theme park right um that's true such it is such it's so worth the money um because when we did it back in 2019 um so of course the unmasking the horror tour takes you through either three or six houses. Those are chosen at the beginning of the event. It doesn't, it doesn't rotate or anything. Um, it's the same, it's the same houses on the three house. And then it's on the six house. They just add three additional houses. Um, but you go through with the lights on, which is super great. Um, so there aren't any scares or anything like that for those who might 
be a little too chicken for the tour. I mean, for the event itself at night. Um, but they take you through and tell you a lot of like the inside workings of HHN and the houses in particular and the stories behind the houses um, and show you a bunch of like neat tricks and things that they use to make the scares happen. It's a very cool tour. I've always wanted to do it. I just never have. Maybe this well, will be the year. Yeah, let's do it this year, guys. Yeah, I'm ah. down. Yeah. Cool. It's rush done. Of fear, <laughs> rush of fear. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> we got it. Yeah. And it looks from when I was um, researching this, and I feel like this is what it was last year as well. Um, but the range, there are some days that are like more expensive than others. Like Saturdays are usually more expensive than, yeah. you know, the Thursdays and things like that. So right. there are some prices in between that range, but that is the lowest that I found and the highest that I found. So, right. Yeah. Um, and they haven't that released any kind of annual pass holder tickets or discounts as of yet, mm -hmm. but I have a feeling those will probably come pretty soon because annual pass yeah. holders get a little, um, antsy for those types of the and vocal vocally yeah. antsy fair for those types. Well, is there a oh go ahead i mean if you're an annual pass holder i feel like you would just be waiting for a rush of fear pass i would think right right so yeah. you, well, they like, do sometimes offer discounts on single night tickets as well so well i know they do because i mean well yeah when i was growing up and like going to horror nights in high school and stuff i would do single night tickets because i would only go maybe twice a year i would go two nights um, and I would use my pass discount for that. So I guess that is kind of maybe what we're thinking of. But it just feels if you're a pass holder and and you're already trying to buy your tickets, like you can wait. They're not going to sell out in March. No. You know, you got time. Yeah. <laughs> and the only really the only two nights that ever do kind of sell out, at least in my in my knowledge, are the first and the last nights. Those I feel like, like there the were a lot of nights. I feel like there were a lot of nights last year that sold out. There maybe were like, maybe like last minute, but not in March. Not like right, not this far ahead of time. But yeah. like the first night, it's not last a BTS year sold concert. out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the first night for last year sold out um, well before the event started. Right, makes sense. Is there a is there a Florida resident discount? I can't remember. Yes, mm -hmm. there is. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Well, not right now. Right, but, but eventually they, they usually do. Yeah, do they still do the Burger King cup discount? I don't know. <laughs> I know Publix still sells them. I usually see the standees in Publix. Yeah, and I I think those tickets are already Florida resident discounted. Yeah, yeah, I think exactly. So, yeah. The ones at Publix. Exactly. Oh, when do we think we're gonna get like you know how there's always a, a a grocery store or a hotel or somebody puts up some standee before they're supposed to that has like official IPs on it that haven't been announced. Oh my God. <laughs> we're, we're on the lookout. Standy watch. Standy watch 2022. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. That's funny. Um, guys, we have to try to do an RIP tour this year. Cause you guys still haven't done it, right? Never. No, not okay. yet. This is the year guys. This is the year. The uh, year. It is the year for RIP and unmasking the whore. Um, because RIP is the way to go. There's just it's just you you can't even I can't even tell you how great it is until you just try it for yourself and then you'll be like, oh, 
that's what I get it now. I was talking about. I mean, I yeah. believe it because I never had Express until last year. And then last year I got a, a frequent fear with Express and I, I yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been spoiled. So I'm almost, I almost don't want to do an RIP tour because I would like to still it's enjoy hard. being a peasant. It's hard to go back. It really is. Being a peasant. <laughs> okay, so so let me put this in perspective. Actually, it's really not hard to go back as long if you do it correctly. Like I, if I know that I've got multiple nights of the event, I'm I don't feel like I have to kill myself every single night to enjoy myself. Like I can take it slow. I can I can watch the app and watch wait wait times and still yeah. enjoy myself knowing that I have multiple nights to experience the event. So that's fine. However, mm-hmm. a, an RIP tour, it's just like you, I just can't even describe it. It's the best thing ever um, on on a on a time when you when you're do or die. So like, for instance, last year I did go a couple of different times and I was able to do it more leisurely on those other times. But then I had I was on one trip where I only had one night and um, I was with a large group and we did the RIP and listen, we did every single house twice. Half of our group pooped out after the first, like the first oh, half of the I night. I thought you were telling us something different, right? Just right then. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they retired like halfway through the event. Cause you don't wait in any lines. So you're constantly walking. Um, and so they left halfway through the night. And so by the end of the night, it was just me and Robin. And we were like, we're, we're getting our money's worth out of this. So we stayed until 2 a.m. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so RIP, if you can do it, do it. It's, it's awesome. A thousand times yeah. worth the money. Yeah. All right. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, we'll make it happen. That too. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait. All right. So now that we've um, talked tours, let's talk numbers. So from this release, it looks as though we will be getting 10 houses, five scare zones, two live shows, and all of the usual universal attractions that are open during Halloween Horror Nights. Um, however, a little a little teaser here that, that might come to fruition is um, it seems like per... Um, permits that were filed that they might be trying to use the queue of fast and furious for some type of uh, a haunted attraction during the event um <laughs> thanks to thanks to uh, alicia stella for that information uh-huh. but what do you guys think uh, about yes. that that yeah. seems cool i'm excited to get a house because since i've been going all the houses have been in the exact same spots so i'm excited to get a house somewhere new change of scenery you know yeah Yeah. so Uh, according to the permit they were just they were just wanting to use the queue is that right uh no i think they might also be using the actual ride path Um, yeah because there's no track it's a trackless ride so you it's just a flat floor so you could put stuff down there oh my god (sighs) That's but if awesome. they use, if they end up using the ride path, then we would lose Fast and Furious during daytime park hours. I would, I would like I to lose so. it altogether entirely. <laughs> anyway, I mean that's fair. That is fair. But I'm just thinking ahead. 
maybe they're turning it into the permanent Walking Dead attraction that flopped over at Hollywood Studios. I would take it, honestly. Over Fast and Furious? Yes. Yeah. Well, here's... I've talked about it before. (laughs) I like the Fast and Furious franchise. This ride was just the wrong ride. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. So I mean, they can they can close it, try again, make a make a real Fast and Furious ride, and then, uh, well, you know, when we regain access to other house locations, uh, down the line, then we can have both open, and everyone will want to do everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and the the facade of that attraction, especially the queue, it's really kind of already set up for a really cool. <laughs> haunted house feature like I just walking through to ride the ride I, I was I remember thinking to myself this could actually make a really cool um what haunted if, house what if the house is like zombie fast and furious like Vin Diesel is a zombie <laughs> and it's just all the characters from the fast and furious movie turned into zombies and they're <laughs> uh I love this idea me too. The Fast and Furious ride entrance is only missing the crashed helicopter, and it would be the Walking Dead. Uh, that's that's true. <laughs> attraction entrance. That is true. Let's talk about two live shows. This is news to me because they haven't contacted my band about this. Dang. Ugh. So what's this other live show then? Well, are Universal. they considering the Lagoon Show a live show? I'm trying to think because I know last year they said what like two outrageous shows or something like that. They, I don't know. I don't remember if they used the word live. I wouldn't consider um, the Lagoon Show outrageous either. I would. Really? Yeah. Outrageous? Sure. Yeah. Nah. It, I Why mean, not? Like spectacular. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, but uh, like outrageous. I don't know. That's, that's Maybe they didn't even use that word. I might have made that up. Nutrageous. Oh, okay. Is that the one? Earl the Squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> Earl the Squirrel presents Halloween Horror Nights Lagoon Show. Marathon of Mayhem. Zombie Earls. Zombie Earls. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Instead of Carnage Returns, it's like, I'm just trying to make a nut pun, but it didn't work out very well. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Chris could do that. Too bad he's not on the show right now. <laughs> um yeah i just i don't know i you know i don't know what they're doing with fear factor i don't know what is in the works they haven't from the outside torn it down yet so yeah potentially uh, they're waiting until horror nights to use it and then after horror nights tear it down and figure out next year from there like i have no idea i i mean yeah by all accounts from everything we can see fear factor hasn't been touched uh and it will probably be i mean if it stays in its current state you can still do a show there no problem right i think uh you know fear factor live is officially closed but i don't know that that really means a whole lot they were just basically confirming that the show would not be returning because it had been closed since the pandemic closure right so they basically were just saying it's not coming back but they never said that it was going to be demolished or that it would be making way for a new attraction i think that was a lot of rumor and speculation some of it i mean you know from reliable sources but plans change right isn't it walled up right now i don't think it is no no i no i'm pretty sure it's not it's there's definitely chains 
around the front. Like you can't. Uh, they have it, all the chains up, so like you shouldn't go back there. Right. <laughs> but right, I don't. From the last time that I was there, I don't think I saw any walls yet. So I wonder if they're going to do another like Carnival of Carnage type stage because remember that was just out in the in the streets that they set that up before so it was crazy and caused some right. major bottlenecks yeah. but they did it before and it was But that because they have Marathon of Mayhem now that entrance to Marathon of Mayhem is right next to where that stage would have been they also have that crepe stand now mm. right yeah. where that stage would have been as well I think the stage would block or if not block, like we're talking a bottleneck, like this is the tiniest little bottle. Oh, yeah. This, this is like one of those airplane liquor bottles, um, <laughs> the, a bottleneck that that stage would create in the lagoon entrance. I wouldn't I wouldn't put a stage there, even though like I feel like you would have to choose the lagoon show or putting a stage there right. Um, right. Logis- logistically. Yeah. I loved that stage. Um, if I ever was going to do a show at Horror Nights, like that's the the stage I would want to do it on. But the Lagoon show is, you know, something now. I can't imagine Horror Nights not having. Um, it just makes the whole park feel so, like, tied together, you know? If you, yeah. you can see it from everywhere. I, I just love... Even if you don't love the show, like I just love being able to be walking around and be like, oh, look what's going on over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know where they're going to do the other show? Blue Man Group. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. Unless they- they're smart and they use Blue Man Group as an area for houses. Yeah. Yeah. An area for houses? Like put yeah. a house in there. Yeah. Like in is the that, building or just using like the outer in the building? Huh. I would say in the building. Cause the the um bah, 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 bah. what am I trying to say? The I remember when I went to the Blue Man group, the chairs, like the stands that were in there were not permanent. They were definitely the same kind that they use for um Grinchmas that is collapsible and movable. So right. if they take those stands out, they have a huge room to do anything they want with. Or, yeah, they could definitely put a show in there as well. That's a pretty I, small one, venue. I, for one, would want it to be a show because it would be fabulous to be able to sit down somewhere semi-comfortable in the air conditioning for a break instead yeah. of on bleachers in the heat. Yeah. The Blue Man Theater is a much smaller venue than the Fear Factor Theater. As far as like seating and audience size. Mm-hmm. Um, so while I would love to see a show in there, I don't know that it, nece- it necessarily solves the problem of replacing the Blue Man as a people eater uh, or replacing Fear Factor, I should say, as a, as, yeah. a, as a people eater location for people to get out of the streets. Yeah. It also, you wouldn't be able to hear it. I feel like one of the draws of having the shows in Fear Factor is the fact that you can hear that music and see that fire and, mm. you know, all of that from really Hear anywhere. the audience just like going crazy because yeah. of you know, stuff So happening. you're like, ooh, what's that? You know, I didn't even know there were shows. What's that? But with it being in Blue Man Group, if there's, there's going to be a sign, there's going to be like a walkway right. where you would walk over there, but you wouldn't be able to hear it or see it or really know anything about it. So if you were, I feel like just a casual person that was like oh i'm gonna try out this hhn thing 
and you didn't know about it, you would probably never. Yeah, it's pretty far know? out of the way. Yeah. Sadly, because it would be such a great area, you know, air conditioning is key. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're going to have to figure out something because eventually, whether it's this year or next year, the fear factor stage is going away. Like they're not going to have that anymore. Um, yeah. Sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to have to figure out a solution. I guess they soon. always have animal actors. I mean, that's true. I have seen Horror Nights shows in animal actors before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also... Um, what they could put a, a stage in one of the sound stages, like that sound stage back by the library facade where they do like media events and stuff. Like, just put a stage in there and set up some chairs. Like, it's right there. Oh, there's so yeah. many, there's so many options. There are, um, yeah. You just have to think outside the bun, you know? Yeah. Jeez. Um, oh my goodness. Well, moving forward. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Before we discuss the random merch release, (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about this past Wednesday, March 23rd at 11, 11 p.m. There was an Instagram reel and tweet uh, that was a static image of the corner of a cracked cell phone screen with the last text reading, never go alone, which we now know is the tagline for this year. And then there's blood splatter all over the phone screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, discuss. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the same line as last year. Yeah. I think, wasn't last year though, don't go alone. The house shirt that the I sh- own says don't go alone. I think it was y- don't. The shirt said don't go alone, but the marketing said never go alone. Really? Ah, so confusing. So why are yes. they doing it again? I don't know. Somebody must have really liked that slogan and said, this is just the Horror Nights slogan now. Have uh, we had repeated slogans in the past? I can't remember. Not that I can think of. Yeah. I mean, this year it at least looks a little different, which we'll get into in the next little bit here. But yeah, I don't know. I There was so much. I loved reading all of the like, speculation about what the phone screen could mean like is it scream is it fear street because someone put up like a they like re or like quote tweeted the cell phone image with the image from uh fear street like one of the parts from the mall with all the neon and it was like the exact same colors of neon in that image from the show and mm. this image of the cell phone and hmm. oh my goodness there was so much of it i couldn't even keep interesting up. i i do love how horror nights season turns theme park fans into conspiracy theorists um <laughs> little fbi agents yeah it's really fun <laughs> <laughs> to just watch all of these uh, these these people pulling at threads and be like, this must mean that I they, know. you know. <laughs> yeah, so weird. It's fun. They've set it up for us like that, though. They they know yeah. how to, and I talked about this last year too, they know how to get us. They know how to reel us in. We are just, like Ursula says in Little Mermaid, you're just a fish on a hook, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
they know they know that we're going to do this. And so I feel like <laughs> nowadays the marketing team is like, ooh, what can we give them that'll give them like 16 different conspiracy theory strings to go off this one <laughs> cell phone picture and la la la. And they're smart. They are with, a very smart marketing team. With things like the reels and the you know, the, the visual, the images that they post Mm -hmm. that I will put a little more weight in of like people trying to find clues in there because those things have to be created out of things. And like, it would be very, very far-fetched to think that they're using or creating things that look like different IPs, uh, on accident. Yeah. Whereas when it's just like a tweet that doesn't have any image attached to it and people start trying to you know read between the lines and if you count the number of letters in every word and you multiply (laughs) them all by 16 um like i don't think that there's as much thought put into those things you know like i don't think they're really trying to say anything with their tweets i think they're just being you know being an engaging account for people to follow and engage with, you know? Right. Yeah. Remember last year when they had an entire community of Horror Nights fans watching TV static for three and a half hours? That yeah. was fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I forgot that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was well, good. <laughs> well, okay. So on top of the phone, we also got the image uh, with the tagline, never go alone, scratched into a wallpapered wall with a bloody handprint next to it for the announcement um, social media posts. So those, this picture uh, accompanied links to Universal's website where you can go to buy tickets and, and mm-hmm. you know, reserve tours and stuff. Um, and again, this is another one. And Maddie, right before we started today, you, <laughs> you sent us the link. That someone pointed out. Actually, let's credit this person. I'm going to find the the link so we can say who it yeah. was. Who was the person that put these images next to each other? Um, it was uh, basically it was. Where is this link you sent us? Um, there it is. Uh, they pointed out that the wallpaper on this image is the same wallpaper from Bly Manor. And this is from Halloween Horror Nights. What is it's, this? Christian Cable? A, yeah, it was a screenshot from a Halloween Horror Nights Facebook group. Oh, yes. That this person, A Productions09 on Twitter, screen capped and posted onto Twitter. But the original post is from Christian Cagle on Facebook. Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's the same I, wallpaper as Bly Manor. It look I don't think it's the exact same, but it looks very similar. It, it looks does. very similar. But it really does. I even if it doesn't mean that we're getting Bly Manor, I think this image and like this, because I'll talk about it when we talk about merch in a second too, but this like scratched in never go alone with the handprint. This is one of my favorites that I think we've gotten so far. To me, this is very Horror Nights. You know, I yeah. loved the neon in the 80s and like that bright blue neon we got a couple of years ago. But this to me, this is spooky haunted house. Yes. You know, mm. this is Scooby-Doo, but a little bit scarier. Oh. I, I really enjoy it. I think it's a very well done, um, a very well yeah. done 
campaign logo. It's a much more analog aesthetic compared to the neon 80s style. Yeah. Like, this, this, yeah. this feels like you would walk into an abandoned house off on a dirt road somewhere and see this on the wall and like when you walk in. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, there was another... Um, and I didn't send it to you guys, but I definitely saw it on Twitter. There was another one that said uh, that if you zoom in on like a good high def image of the wallpaper, the little circle or oval in the middle of the diamond looks like the Terra Queen. So they're like, is this a storyteller year? Oh. I'm like, uh. <laughs> that's pushing it. That I feel like that's pushing yeah. it. And I, I would love to have after last year, you know, we got the icons back. It was great. I think it is a good theory. I would love to see a storyteller year, but I think we need a little bit of gap from the icons, you know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Or Let's, give us some new ones. A new one, exactly. But I would I would love just a spooky haunted house, you know? Yeah. Sure. Spooky haunted house. For real. Yeah. Well, talking about that logo, let's move into this uh, merch drop that we got inside the parks. So yesterday, right after we got the midday announcement on social media, uh, some peeps were in the parks and I saw, you know, a bunch of different posts from a bunch of different um, websites and Instagrams and Twitters and things like that. But it looks like Five and Dime on Hollywood Boulevard inside Universal and then the All Hallows Eve Boutique, which is over in Islands of Adventure, got HHN 31 t-shirts and Christmas ornaments, which I think <laughs> okay. is a very odd combination. You know, I love a yeah. good Christmas ornament, but it was definitely very weird. I mean, Christmas in <laughs> July is coming up, so, you know, but Halloween in March, that one is not official, but I think we can now make Halloween in March an official thing. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'll buy it, but like, it's still, yeah, like, who decided that needs to be dropped early? I know. Christmas in July starts earlier and earlier every year. It does. It really does. Insane. I I already saw Christmas in July decorations up in December. Oh my god! I just love. I I love just process. Yeah. Um. So I love this shirt. I did really I like it yeah so the shirt is a black ringer style shirt um, and just what that means is the around the collar and then around the bottom of the sleeves is going to be like uh, it's like cuffed and it's usually a different color than the shirt itself so for this one it's a black shirt with a bright red cuff Um, the back has the same scratch never go alone tagline with the bloody handprint in bright red and then the front on like this uh, the breast pocket area there's a logo for hhn 31 and then the christmas ornament has the same tagline logo on one side and then the other side has the usual horror knights logo with a red skull on top of it mm. so i simple. think it actually i actually have these items in my room right here let me like let me look in my bag oh did you uh, buy them you already bought them Oh, I got them for a friend who wanted them i personally don't want them but i picked them up for a friend fair um, and uh, so I have them here. So I like them. I don't hate it. Yeah. Uh, the Christmas ornament is pretty nice. Um, uh, I actually might end up getting the Christmas ornament for myself as well. And then the shirt is right here. And it says Halloween Horror Nights 2022. Um, so not Horror Nights 31. 
Mm. And then, yeah, the Never Go Alone with the handprint. Uh, it is, you know what? It is a pretty nice shirt. I'm not really big on ringers. And also, I if I buy every Horror Nights shirt, I just will never have money. So I gotta, <laughs> I have to be selective. And this one uh, doesn't pass my uh, criteria test. The, the ornament, I think I might actually get. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, yeah, it's like a very nice matte uh, black finish. Um, if you're listening to this unboxing podcast, uh, <laughs> you can, you hear that? That's, oh my ASMR. That's the ornament. <laughs> Never go alone. Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, it says Universal Studios, Halloween Horror Nights, Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sick, dude. Yeah. Um, I just I... think it's very funny to have a merch drop in celebration of announcing dates and single night tickets. Yeah, it was very strange. <laughs> Going, I agree with you. Ringer shirts are not my style as well. I think if this exact shirt was not a ringer and just a plain black shirt, I would definitely get it and then do my usual like crop. But yeah, I agree. It's a very weird... Like, I know last year they did those, like, merchandise releases with uh, a lot of the announcements. Yeah. But I didn't know that right. that was going to become, like, a a normal thing, I guess. Right. Except last okay, year, but... Last year it made sense to me because of the, like, Horror Nights withdrawals that everyone had had, at, you know, from not having Horror Nights the year before. So I, it felt kind of like they were they were just giving us as much as they could because we had gone without it. Yeah. And so they're but like, then, here's merchandise. Here's, you know, extra right. stuff that we normally wouldn't give you. And um, like, it made sense to me last year. And this year, it just kind of feels like, guys, please, like, yeah, be, be, <laughs> be patient. You don't be Weezer. You know, Weezer won't leave us alone. Horror Nights, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> give us a little while. <laughs> yeah. So, so what you're saying is we all want all of the announcements like six, seven months in advance, but you can keep the merch until the, the yeah we don't want personally that really. personally that is my feeling i i'm sure many people will disagree with me and if you do you know sound off on like instagram twitter facebook group whatever like if you love this like i'm not saying they shouldn't do it i just for me i can't get as it that involved right. because it's like yeah it's just too much for me so <laughs> yeah I, I can see where it's as long as it's not overtaking the park, I think it's okay. Um, because there are people that actually like that stuff, but may not be able to be here during the actual event who are traveling sure. now and get to, that's get a to good take point. it home. So there's that. And then who knows, maybe this is limited edition stuff and this stuff won't actually be part of the actual event merchandise. Yeah. So, um, because I know that there was stuff before now, of course that was 2020 stuff, but there was stuff that they released early before that wasn't a part of the actual event later yeah. on you know so maybe that's what they're doing i don't know yeah i will say last year though with all of the releases beforehand it did make that first time through through the tribute store i was like oh i've seen that piece of merch before oh okay that we got yeah. that two months ago like so i feel like i wasn't as excited about the merchandise that first night of the event because that's I was true. like, oh, I've, I've seen this before. What I think is funny, though, is the fact that in Five and Dime, at this very moment, they are selling HHN30 and HHN31 merchandise together in the same store. 
What? Oh, you're right. Because they, they are... still have the Beetlejuice shirts and stuff. They, yep, they still have the really? Beetlejuice shirts. They're still selling uh, one of the other, not the Hill House shirt, but something similar to that. And then they're still trying to get rid of those Jack and Chance cake in a cup jars. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was in the store um maybe a week ago at this point and I was like, why are we still selling these? Why did we not just recycle them? <laughs> yeah, you can you can like get that printing off and put a new design on it probably. Yeah. You know? Cuz they I think what they did is they weren't selling a lot of the cakes. So at the end of the event, they just dumped the cakes and then gave the jars a decent wash. And then they just kind of put them out on the shelves. They're like, buy these cool jars that say Jack and Chance. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. And then, of course, that the Five and Dime store is such a funny store to me because it's like 5% like Universal Monsters because it's the store that the horror makeup show dumps into. But the store design itself and more of the merchandise is to born. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the Born Store. Yeah. Now you get Horror Nights in there as well. The Born Store featuring Universal Monsters and Chucky and Gremlins. Gremlins I'd watch yeah. that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, me too. Yeah. Whoa. Jason Bourne <laughs> against the Gremlins teaming up with Chucky. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Remix of 2022. <laughs> Let's bring back like Abbott and Costello meet the Wolfman. Jason Bourne meets the, you know, the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. There's no reason not let's, to do this. Let's so put silly. Chucky in the Bourne stuntacular during Halloween Horror Nights and have Jason Bourne oh. fighting Chucky in the stunts. Instead of the guy, I can't remember any of their names from the the Bourne show, but the guy who's in the suit, whose like apartment gets broken into, like the yeah. head guy, it's just Chucky. And so Chucky in the car at the very end of the show where he puts his gun up in the air and he's like, Bourne, and like shoots yeah. him three times. <laughs> it's just Chucky. Chucky. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm giving this the green light right now. Yeah. We're doing it. Can we have someone listening illustrate this for us? I'd love a cartoon, <laughs> like a comic book of the Jason Bourne stuntacular, but with Chucky instead of the guy in the yeah, suit. Ch Chucky is the bad guy, the senator yes. or whatever. Yeah, I think we've just broken the code. It that is the second live show. <laughs> like oh. it is. Uh, <laughs> oops we revealed it too soon oh, you heard it first here guys <laughs> um wow. we are the most accurate news source out there we are confirmed confirmed chucky born sh crossover show breaking news <laughs> oh my goodness well i'm dead I think we should note. just call yeah. it a day there. Yeah. <laughs> I think that will do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon in the fog. Uh, until next time, for more content, be sure to check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Rush Fear, and follow us on Instagram and our brand new Twitter account, both of which can be found at Rush of Fear Pod no punctuation in the middle of that anymore. Hooray! Did you guys plan that? <laughs> <laughs>
You guys were like perfectly synchronized on your hooray. Oh. <laughs> I feel a little left out. We just operate on the same wavelength, <laughs> Michelle. Mm-hmm. You can blame no, the You guys were like, hooray! And then I was, woohoo. <laughs> 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 All right. For more general Universal Orlando Resort news, check out our friends and UUOP network hosts over at the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And be sure to check out Kenneth's band, Pangolin, everywhere you listen to music online. Follow them on social media at PangolinFL. Yeah, yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. The podcast has come to an end. Now get out. <laughs>